Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Doesn't My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met through our training and practice of relational life therapy. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If something you hear in this episode stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com and leave us a question of your own. Here's today's question. So today's question is, why does my partner make me feel worthless? First, I hate that you are having that experience. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm. I have to teach yes, you. Yes, I, I, I see you, Vicky. I <laughs> so see your. I'm yes, I'm chuckling, and it's not because the question. I'm chuckling because I have to teach you guys and some of our audience an Arabic word because oh, it's the fun. word that came to my mind when I heard this question, and the word is. It. Haram, and we Americans don't know how to spell it. So I'm going to put that like a lot of us, my friends are like, how do you spell this? And it means like, how sad. And that was the first thing that came to my mind when I heard this was like, oh, Haram, like this poor, Mm. like that question just breaks my heart. So I was, I ended up chuckling because of the word and the Mm -hmm. question, I I think the question touches my heart. Mm -hmm. Of course. And I want to be really explicit in saying, even though one person called this question in, what's true is that there are a ton of people who Mm -hmm. have this exact same question. So if you are having this experience, I promise you, promise you this, you are not alone. You're not alone. And And the protective part of me wants you to break up with your partner. I know that's not the right answer. I get it, but I'm like, well, it could be. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to go with you, Vicky. I'm going to go with you on this one. It could be. Um, Okay. So sometimes, sometimes your partner is making you feel worthless because they're being abusive. Why are people abusive? Thank you. Well, Mm. hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of. There's a lot of pain in this world, and sometimes we throw that out rather than turning that in. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, I don't know. They're hard, hard too. There's hard, they can and, be, and yeah. sometimes they're just, there's just hard stuff. I'm not yeah. going to lie about that or fudge about that. Yeah. Um, so it could be you feel worthless because there is verbal and or physical abuse happening. Yeah. In which case, if mm-hmm. it doesn't stop – 
oh, sweetie, I promise you, you are worth so much more than this. Go. And to acknowledge that it can be hard to go. Mm-hmm. And it can be hard to go. As somebody yeah. who has been in a relationship like that, it took me a while to extricate myself. It took me a while to even think that it was possible that I could right. be okay on my own. Mm-hmm. So I say that as somebody who's been through it too. Mm-hmm. So love, love. Mm-hmm. And um, that's not the only possibility. <laughs> <laughs> So let's get back there's to the definitely the another lots side to of this. other mm-hmm. there's other possibilities here. Yeah. So it could be that your partner is like judgmental. Mm-hmm. Not abusive, mm-hmm. but like super judgy. Mm-hmm. A little bit totally. on the one up. Like I am more right than you about stuff. I'm smarter than you about stuff. Yes. Um, no, I don't pay attention to you because you're dumb about this or that. There are people who have those thoughts, and even even when they don't say them out loud, they are thinking them, and you know it. (laughs) And and there can also be somebody who is aloof and walled off and depressed Mm -hmm. and withdrawn and in their own world and can make you feel, I'm taking back my words, hold on, and you can feel I love that you changed that. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Worthless oh and unnoticed and and mm-hmm. unseen in those mm-hmm. ways too. The reason by the way that I changed my language there is because other people don't really make us feel fill in the mm-hmm. blank anything. Mm-hmm. We do feel things in the presence mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. right? Other people. other people other people even influence your feelings. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so if you are with a partner, let's say, who's aloof, walled off, depressed, not paying a lot of attention, it would be easy to make up a story that they don't think you're worth the, worthy of their attention, right? right? When they mm-hmm. turn their attention away, when they're in the screen all the time, whatever's going on, right? Um, you could easily make up that story. And so you could easily feel shame or panicky or sad because you believe the story that you're worthless. You could do that, but it's not the only story you could make up. So that behavior would influence any partner, but how exactly it influences you is personal. Did I say that well, do you think, or not? I, I do. It's, that well. Yeah, it's that you're describing the story in my head. I teach my clients that technique is that you need to identify Mm -hmm. what's a video camera see and all Mm -hmm. the rest is the story in my head. Right. Well, let's slow down because, because it's like, how do feelings happen? Like what is a feeling? And by the way, Mm. if we asked a hundred emotion researchers, we would get a hundred answers to that question. All the neurobiologists and all that. Nobody really. I did not know that. There's not definitive science on this, ladies and gentlemen. Having said that, I am in love with Antonio Damasio. I think he's one of the best researchers out here about this. I really like how he thinks about it, how he talks about it. And so I'll I'll let you in on his neuroscience piece is what is a feeling? Well, it's this thing, this meaning. What? Like an emerging meaning. Yeah. It's an emerging meaning, right? That's the end point that comes out of this. Your brain has to do something funny. It has to guess where to send the blood in your body five seconds from now. It has to guess 
what what resources you're going to need where five seconds from now. And how does it do that? Well, it guesses what you're feeling in your gut and in your heart space. And that flows up nerve systems into your brain. And you compare that to everything you've ever known in your subcortical system, everything you've ever known. And so it's get it's a combination of what happened out there. Partner turned away, watched TV all night, did not speak. Plus how your body's feeling about it right now. Plus everything you've ever known. This happens how quickly? This happens so fast. Uh, about a quarter to a twelfth of a second process. Mm-hmm. So you take the outside stimuli, you take the inside stimuli, you match it together against everything you've ever known, and pop, you get a feeling. And it's deeply influenced also by how you are in this moment. Did I eat? Have I slept well? Do I have a cold? All that stuff. And so you mix it all together, and an emergent (laughs) meaning comes, and we call that emotion or feeling. And then people like to do quippy little things, like say there are seven of them. That's adorable. (laughs) <laughs> but is the meaning the fe- the emotion behind it or the story that we put with it? Isn't it both? And I was just gonna say, don't say both. I really was. <laughs> don't you dare say you, both, Vicky. You know me. I do. It's both and. This is a complex no. system. You have to deal with this reality. You are an open, dynamic, complex system. And by that, here's what I mean. You I'm say you're making hand motions. Totally. You affect (laughs) everything around you, but you don't control anything around you. And you are affected by everything around you, but you don't control anything around you. It's all about the integration. That's why it's not, yeah. That's why it's not just this or that. It's both end because it's, it's what is, what's perceptually happening, happening, (laughs) happening. What is perceptually happening? Within my body, outside my body, inside my memory system. How is it all being put together? Is it my implicit memory, my explicit memory? Like, where is all of this stuff coming from? And how is it being integrated and digested by my mind in any given moment? Totally. By all of that, I I just see your squinty eyes. I I love your squinty eyes. (laughs) Because I hear all of that as how I decide the story in my head. Well, That depends on if we're talking about cognitive or we're talking about implicit story. And what if it's true on both sides? Yes. Like a a heart, a heart sense, a gut sense, right? Like people talk about like, I have an intuition, I have a gut Mm -hmm. feeling, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is also an organization, a story, if you will, but probably without so many words about how something's Mm -hmm. going, Mm -hmm. right? So if I have... Um, a, a story in my head that's like from my memory system. Like, I just know this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Jules doesn't belong anywhere. Let's say right. I know that, that story. It's mm-hmm. a story of Undone recently, but I used to have that story. Okay, so, but I didn't know I had that story. I just had it. Was walking on it like it's like the floor underneath me. That's just true, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then I have an interaction 
with Adam, say, that's my husband. I let's say I have an interaction with my husband. And he gives me a look where he like cocks his eyebrows, shakes his head a little bit, sighs, and then turns away. Now, I made up a story. See, he doesn't want me around either. Now, which part of my brain made up that story? Was it the belonging one that I'm subconsciously holding but not aware of? Or is it the explicit cognitive story that came on the after effect? And by the way, where did the feeling come in that order? Sandwiched in between them. What? And then, ooh, here's a fun one. Once I believe that story, the one I made up on the, on the top end of my head, your limbic system treats that as outside stimulus, just like the raised eyebrow. What? What does that so even you, mean? Hold on. What does that so, even mean? So, so, <laughs> so the, your, your limbic system, where the, all this emotion stuff is happening, right, is sitting in a black box in the middle of your head. And mm -hmm. it doesn't know the difference between somebody doing something on the outside and you having a thought about what they did on the outside. To the limbic system, they're both outside data. And it's going to do the same thing it always does, which is compare it to everything I've already known and come up with a new feeling. Well, that, but that to me Am is the I confusing you and blowing your mind right now a little bit? <laughs> yes, it's why I'm going to listen to this podcast. But like that, <laughs> that to me is the separation between story in my head and how I feel about the story in my head. And you're telling me they're the same. I'm telling you, it's, it's, I, I think it's a little bit more spaghetti than you would like. That, that I can buy. Okay. Squash. Mm -hmm. I can get, I can get on board with spaghetti. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a little bit more spaghetti. It's don't, let's not try okay. to put it into like this and that and that yep. and that. Cause it's, it's not a little more like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that gets us back to this question. Why worthless. does my partner make oh, me feel worthless? Feel worthless. Well, it could be. You actually are walking on a psychological floor where you feel worthless, <gasps> love. And so a and lot of stuff on. they do, you interpret as more evidence that they think you're worthless. Yeah. Because you're already looking at it through that filter. And because you're already looking at it through that filter, you also are going to have an organization within you that wants to protect and guard against that. And so you're going to be mm -hmm. more sensitive to it. And so whatever your mm -hmm. partner does, mm -hmm. right, you're going to be looking at it through that old history colored lens and you're going to go, mm -hmm. oh, this is another example. This is another example. This is another yeah. example. This is another mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I had, you guys know this. I had one of my stories was my voice has no value. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I laughed because mm -hmm. every time he disagreed with me, like I would explode on him. And then someone finally said to me, Vicky, why isn't he allowed to disagree with you? And my first, my healthy answer came out of like, I know he's allowed to disagree with me. And she just repeated the question. Why isn't he allowed to disagree with you? And I went, oh, because my voice has no value. Mm. And so when mm -hmm. I could recognize that and in the conversation, remind myself, Vicky, your voice has mm -hmm. value. Your voice has value. He was allowed to disagree with me. Because mm -hmm. him disagreeing with me doesn't mean it doesn't take away the it doesn't take away the value of my voice, but I had yeah. to realize that on my own, mm -hmm. which is what Rebecca mm -hmm. was just talking about. Mm -hmm. And actually, then you were was, able to actually, yeah. And then you were actually able. I want to highlight something you did. Then you were actually able to use that. 
mm-hmm. in a cognitive way from the top yeah. of your brain, feed different information down into your limbic system yes. because your thoughts are outside sense. stimuli to your limbic system. And so in that sure. way, this is why CBT <laughs> works. If you, if you want to go to a CBT therapist, if you've ever been, here's one of the reasons it works really well is that if you do shift your thoughts, do you shift your feelings? Mm-hmm. Yes, you do because your feelings respond to your thoughts as outside stimuli. So mm-hmm. yes, that does work. Um, are your thoughts leading your feelings? Hell no. No, not neurologically, not speed-wise, they're not. You're feeling first, thinking second. We'd love to think. We would love to think that we are thinking beings that sometimes feel. That is not true. You are a feeling being that sometimes thinks. I just said that to and a client yes. today. I just used your quote today. And I, I was like, Jules, who's on my podcast with me, says this. <laughs> I love that oh, quote. I, th- I love that I, quote. I, I don't think I made it up. I'm sure I heard it somewhere. <laughs> I think Brene Brown has said it, but I doubt she made it up either. I think I think it's probably been through the emotional researcher yeah. land no, no, forever. I'm not going, ready yet to second, say it myself. I have to quote someone else because I'm not ready to own that quote yet, though. Like, Yeah, well, none of us can really. Where does this come but from? But I don't know but enough I- of the like brain stuff to back it up is my point. Like, ah, I can't, I can't yet prove to someone where emotions here's play all and all that. Know. Here's all you need to know. Your emotional system is faster. You have mm. fast parts of your brain and slow parts of your brain. The parts that are processing the sensations in your body, your memory in the implicit memory system, the one you don't think about consciously, and the feeling is all housed in a part of your brain that moves faster than the I'm remembering it on purpose and creating a story land. Okay. It just well, does. That's easy. <laughs> Faster. And so you you have way more feelings and then thoughts are happening after. And then do your, do your thoughts influence your feelings? Absolutely. Of course they do. It's a positive mm-hmm. feedback loop both directions. So your feelings influence your thoughts and your thoughts can also influence your feelings. Mm-hmm. So if your partner's making you feel worthless, Well, it could be you're in an abusive relationship. Well, it could be that you actually have a partner who is behaving badly Mm -hmm. and could shape up, right? But not abusive. And it could also be this history-colored lens that you might carry with you. Yes, and it could be the history-colored lens that Mm -hmm. you carry with you. And it could be you take in a lot of stimuli as making you feel that way. Mm. Because that's the, you're walking on this, think of it like a body knowing or an emotional knowing that I'm not worth very much. And I have bad news and good news. Which one should I share first? The bad. I was going to say It's good. really, oh, I love this. This is great. Well, I can't actually physically do both at the same time. So <laughs> good, I'm going to go, go with the bad. It's tricky and hard to change this. Good news? I know what the good news is. You can change it. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> you can change this. And the reason you can change it is because the truth will set you free. Sorry. That's a great, great answer. It was just, I wasn't expecting that kind of quote. So I'm sorry that I laughed. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love this. No, here's the thing. Here's the truth. You are valuable and Mm. you are as valuable 
as every other person on this planet. Mm-hmm. And that's just the big T truth of it. Mm-hmm. You're not more valuable. You're not less valuable. You're same mm-hmm. as, and it's huge. There's nothing that you can do that would add to or subtract from that truth. And because that truth is true, this thing you think is true, I'm a worthless piece of crap, is not actually it's not true. true. And so the truth is going to set you free in the end. But it's mm. a hard one to undo because usually if you feel worthless, sweeties out there, loves, that's an early learning. That's mm. an early one. Most of the mm-hmm. time. Every once in a while, it's not, but most of the time it is. And the early ones are harder to shift. Mm-hmm. And, and it can be an early learning that's also coupled with a hard relationship or a partner mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. treating you well or mm-hmm. an abusive situation. It can be all of the above. Mm-hmm. It can be one of the above, right? Like, But mm-hmm. it, there can be layers in here. And so mm-hmm. that, that can add to the difficulty of working yeah. this through. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's an okay place to let it sit. Mm-hmm. We could talk about this one for like five hours, but we're not going to hear. Oh, I was going to say, I think we could just talk about this one and like not take other questions, just do a podcast on this one. On this one. I mean, this is like this, the whole season. I, I think <laughs> I think the thing about this question is around, around worthlessness is that at, at its core, worthlessness and belonging mm-hmm. are like the crux of relationship issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, we could do an entire podcast just on this, but. Ooh, you know what we should do? Ooh, mm-hmm. teaser. We should write it down so I don't forget I okay, said Okay, I'm going to write it now. Teaser for, teaser for everybody. What if we did an inner season in between small season on it? Okay. You know, like mm-hmm. we did the shutdown series? And we could do a worth of relation. Worthlessness, belonging, and how they function in relationship. Okay. Worth belonging relationship yeah. series. All right. Anybody Ab- interested? Yeah. I'm excited mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. It's already written down. Yeah. We'll do that between seasons three and four. Oh my gosh. We're already there. I love it. Yeah. I'm looking and, forward to spinning some yeah. deep dives here. I'm just going to note this too. We're now halfway done with season three. Wow. Oh, how delightful to have you all with us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Take good care. Bye. Bye-bye. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at our boot camp. You'll find the next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you could ask us your question? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. Right. Let's just say it. Okay. Love each other best you can. <laughs> I was not waiting for Biggie to say it. I didn't know you guys were talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You're going to have to cut that one in. (laughs) I'm good. All right. Okay. She won't say it, Al. You have to cut mine in kind of over the bias.
We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.